you just found yourself knee-deep in some nonsense. I'm Rob. I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And guys, I have a question for you. Yes? Are we, are we ever going to fucking finish until dawn? Nope. This game has been out for almost two years now. How long is the game, even? I I think it's around six hours long. Wait, six hours? We played for six hours, probably, in total. Have we really played for six hours total? Because I don't think so. I think that this has been an experiment that we've had going on since August, where we've tried to play this game, and we have not finished this thing. Well, I think the problem, we're setting ourselves up to fail because we're all trying to be in the same room at the same time, make the decisions together. I mean, it's a fun experience, but it's not conducive to actually finishing the goddamn thing. But how long does it take to beat this fucking game? We've honestly played it at least 10 times. Well, here's the thing. We've actually recorded more hours of podcasts than we have playing this game. (laughs) So I don't know what the hell is going on, but like... That is, like, a great multiplayer experience. Everything about that, like, just coming together and being in the same room. And, like, what we were doing was we were actually just passing the controller. I think, Matt, you were controlling Matt in the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I don't remember which character I was because I can't remember any of their other names because it's been, you know, like, two fucking years since we played this. (laughs) You might be surprised to know that I was controlling Mike. Oh, there you go. And he was a douchebag. Yeah, and Matt's a dick. And then, um, <laughs> and there was no Robin there, so I don't remember which character I was. But um, it's whoever the asshole was. Yeah, sure. But it was just like everything about it. It's it's set up for so much. It's great because like you're setting up all the relationships with everyone, and like I think you two are hating each other in the game. Oh, like real life. And then, like, one is, like, hitting on the other one's girlfriend or something, and then the other, like, the girlfriend dies or some shit. Well, thankfully, it never got to that level with us, but the whole hating on each other, that's always been there. Right, and, like, I guess it's not real life, but it's, you know, what would happen if you two were in a horror movie? Well, I kind of feel like I'm in a horror movie anytime I spend, you know, more than three hours with them. With me? (laughs) Yeah, with you. All right. You see, fucking see me every day. I know, and it's like a horror movie. Oh, fuck you. All right. Well, speaking of that type of, of experience, like, what do you guys think? What is your favorite multiplayer game? Because that game is, it's supposed to be a single player game, but at the same time, we kind of experienced it all as a group. And that what that's what made it fun. I think if I were sitting down and playing it by myself, it would not be that much fun. Um, but being able to just kind of pass the controller, let somebody else make decisions, and then you know make fun of them for their decisions that they made, and then they have their own consequences is actually kind of funny. What's well, funny? Cool. I wouldn't have even considered that like a multiplayer game. And then I was thinking that's the first time we did it. But actually, the first time we did something like this was with Heavy Rain. Oh my god! Oh, and, god. and we we got about three hours into that game as a collective group. Well, the problem is that we ran into we were all arguing about the decisions. Like I still remember the whole thing where you're that one character in the grocery store and the guy has the the gun on you or whatever. Yeah, and then didn't you shoot him? Of course, it was something like that. I I, I think somebody died, and then like you know I made the choice that person needed to get shot, and. Uh, oh. 
I know what it was. It was you go to that cult's house. It's yeah. like a cult leader, and the guy's all crazy, and you're holding the gun. I think Mike was doing this because we're yeah. like, Mike, don't shoot him, don't shoot him. And he fucking shoots him, and then me and Rob are just standing there horrified. Like, why did you shoot? Or actually, Rob, you liked it. I was. I was horrified. gonna say I was not horrified. <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt was fucking mouth agape. Like, what the fuck, man? And I think there's like a tear in your eye too. Yeah, it felt kind of bad. And then you gave the controller to me. And then all of a sudden, he's chasing this guy through this marketplace. And he's, like, sliding on a fucking fish and everything. And then I was falling asleep <laughs> while we were playing it. And I actually dropped the controller. And I think that's where we stopped. And then that was it. And I played it years later, just, you know, by myself. Yeah, I actually finished the game shortly after that because I knew that we were never going to play it together. And I did very much enjoy it. And I would like to go back and play it and it would be even funnier to play it as a group now but um but yeah that was a similar experience to what we're doing with untold dawn but what what other types of games do you guys like is it like you know mike you're saying that you don't like or you don't you don't associate that as being a multiplayer game but more of like i guess sitting down and playing a game together is that what you're thinking yeah oh well, you know the first game that pops up to mind obviously is contra because that's yeah. something that it's a coach co-op experience where you're playing the story together. And I think that's like the quintessential game for me and you, Rob, was just that, you know, and it was a shared experience. We're both actively engaged. And then I think of a game like, you know, Fibbage, which is a bigger group, but everyone's actively engaged. But I think kind of to that point, I think active engagement is the whole part of it. So something like Until Dawn, we figured out a way to make it that everybody was thoughtfully involved. So... Based on that, I think if I think that would fit your definition of multiplayer. Well, I think that uh, when it comes to you two, all I keep thinking about is the wrestling games because you two fucking mind meld and know exactly what to do when you guys co-op. Yeah, you know what I realized is that we don't actually say a word to each other when we play. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. What's even weirder is when we start playing them again and we go right back, like we snap right back into place. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have like a special gift when it comes to the wrestling games. It's I don't know if it's terrifying or it's actually kind of nice that you two get along that well with wrestling. Probably, uh, probably a little both. But, but I, actually, I was going to go to you, Matt, but I will say that, you know, like going off of something like Contra, the one experience <laughs> that I really like, I always think back to is actually Rescue Rangers, Chippendale Rescue Rangers on the NES. Really? And it's there's just something about that game because I guess it has that, you know, like Contra is Contra. It feels like it's a, you know, military game and you, you're almost like in Predator, which is cool. And it's like even cooler now being a grown-up to really experience it. But then like a Rescue Rangers feels like I'm watching a, an afternoon cartoon. And I guess for me, when I was playing that game, when I was younger, it was like the best of both worlds. I'm playing a video game and I'm watching a cartoon and like, and the, the graphics actually look kind of cool and it looked cartoony. It looked like a little bit more real, um, to real life cartoon. So like, there's just something about it. And then it was just like, everything kind of fit together. Right. And it was a side-scrolling game and basically similar to Contra, but also had a lot of platforming. And just a lot of it kind of went into all the different things that I like in those type of multiplayer games and those type of games. Like, felt like a Mario-type game, felt like Contra, felt like a fucking cartoon. 
and being that I'm 30 years old and I still think back fondly to that is probably a, a sign of a little bit of um, mental de- degradation, but who knows. Did you get to play the Australian guy in the Chippendales or was just Chippendale? Yeah, just Chippendale. Right, but he was in the helicopter. Monterey oh, Jack. Yeah. yeah, Monterey Jack, that's it. And then, oh, yeah, didn't he like save you or something? I forgot. Yep. Or, yeah. Yep. I do remember that game now. That was those games always looked really cool too. They always aged very well because of the cartoony graphics and the you know it was just two D. Right. So what about you, Matt? What what uh, what do you associate when you think of multiplayer games? Well, very quick thing. When I'm thinking about you guys, I mean, I guess I would say the honorable mention would be me and Rob played the original Resident Evil, the remake together, yeah, and that's Mario. actually to me that's actually what solidified our friendship. We were, you know, we were always cool with each other and stuff, but that experience of beating the game in like one day was just yeah. really cool and going through all the puzzles and trying to figure out because you know they were different puzzles right i'd give that you know the honorable mention but the two games that i love to play with you guys was nidhog was number one i just love that's the fencing game 2d you get eaten by a giant fucking norse you know worm and we had just some epic battles where we would just go on for like 30 minutes and scream and curse at each other and then the other one is weird. This is kind of like out of left field, but Rob, it was the time that you downloaded uh, Secret Ponchos. Oh, yes. It was like a top-down Western game, and it had like spaghetti Western music and stuff, and you had to find each other on the map and then shoot each other. And it was cool because they had some guys had like a rifle. One guy had, you know, the two guns, and we were just playing it for like fucking a couple of hours one day. And those are some of my fondest memories of like multiplayer with you guys. Now I really want to go back and play that game. There was a guy that had the whip. Yeah, and there was the guy who was playing like Death, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That was cool. Actually, Mike, you would fucking love this game. We should actually get a a game on together. I don't know if it's a three-player, but I think it's like... Yeah, I think you can. can, Yeah. Yeah, Oh, that's cool. Because I tried it out, and the problem is it was only like one-on-one, and I didn't find it that interesting. Like, But to have another person in there, I think, could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd definitely be open to playing with you guys. That's cool. You get a second weapon too. Like you throw dynamite at the person. You fight in graveyards and stuff. But it's just really cool because the soundtrack is total spaghetti western. You know, Ennio Morricone music, and I just fucking loved it. Yeah, the soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, and then the gameplay is like it's simple but complex enough that you actually like you have to learn how to play it, but you don't have to yeah. be an expert to play it either. Mm-hmm. That is a great game. So is that something, too, that if we played it online, you could have, like, custom music in the background, I guess, right? Uh, yes, you can, but if you're playing online, then nobody else can hear it. Well, I feel like if we're going to do this, we'll just have some ghoul town playing in the background. That'd be pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> Make yeah. it all atmospheric experience. You yeah. know, one game that it's funny that uh, I guess fits the mold, I want to say it's co-op, but it was just so out of left field how they implemented the co-op was with PsyOps. Yep. And how did they, how did they I do know, that? I don't know. So PsyOps, it's like, you know, it's basically a single-player game, and it's someone who's, like, developing all these different powers and, you know, figuring, you know, taking down this evil corporation and whatnot. And they added this co-op mode where... Whoa, 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 wait. The one thing to mention about PsyOps is that it's all, you know psychotic powers or whatever so like it's like mind control and telekinesis and all this like weird shit that you can do that's cool 
Yeah. And, then, and then you get like guns and stuff too. But the weird thing with the co-op is that one person controls the guy's like movements. So mm-hmm. the actual walking, running, jumping, aiming the weapons, aiming his hands to do the psyop powers. And the mm-hmm. other part, the second player actually controls like firing and using the powers. So there's a lot of times where you have to like grab something with your telekinesis, with your TK, and like help you get to another part of the level. But the way to do that is one person has to find the thing, and then the other person has to hit the button at the right time. It's like do one you person have to can... play it as multiplayer. No, no. 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 But that it has. Awesome. That's the only multiplayer it has. Like, so if you wanted to play two players, it's the only way to do it. The both of you are controlling the same guy, but like controlling different parts. That's right, it's crazy. Almost, it's almost like one person controls the mind, the other one controls the body. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it highlights the struggle of uh, of existence. You know, I love that game. That was such an amazing game. You remember, like when you um, when you had to get the powers from the the soldiers, and you yeah. like go up behind them and you like blow their heads off just so you can like suck their brain out. Wait, <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Yeah, you just absorb like brain juice and brain air, and that's how you get the, the <laughs> power. It your heads off. <laughs> that's ridiculous. See, for me, but for me, the quintessential multiplayer game is Towerfall Ascension. Yeah, that's a fun game. I wouldn't say it's the ultimate, but it's a fun game to play with you guys. Well, because it's got the co-op element to it, so you have the story mode that you could do together, and then it has a really nice competitive multiplayer. And also, I usually Additive. small. I smoke the two of you bastards in it most of the time, so... Mm, not that much. Yeah, not that much. We're usually about even on that stuff, buddy. About even. You're so full of shit. You are nowhere near me or Rob in that, so... Oh, you know what? You want to fucking go on this thing? <laughs> we can fucking go because the facts are the facts. You pull out a win here and there, but like, you know, the old saying goes, even the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. Oh, wow. How many times a day you use that one? At least once. Well, then we should have a fucking tournament after this podcast. Listen, put your fucking money where your mouth is. All right. You know, what else, you know what else is going to be in your mouth? A fucking arrow from my fucking quiver. Oh, actually, I completely forgot about a game that's even better than fucking Towerfall Ascension. What? But it's another side scroll. It looks really shitty graphics. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I oh, yeah, Bro Force. Well, Bro Force is, like captures everything we like about life. Music. It really does have a predator. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> so, well, game, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, that game is so much fun. The fact that you get all the action heroes of, like, 80s, 90s, and even 2000s. The fact that it's just fucking chaos. Like, remember that time we played on your birthday, Rob? And the entire screen was just complete <laughs> fucking explosions. Like, you couldn't even tell where you were. <laughs> that fire. There's only one thing you missed, though, in your explanation is that they changed all their names that have bro in it in some way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brominator. Rambro. <laughs> Die bro. Indiana Bones. <laughs> God, that uh, game is incredible. So the the one other game I was going to throw in here that would be, it goes kind of against that couch co-op, and it's actually a little bit more controversial when you think about it as a multiplayer game. Okay. And it's something that the three of us can experience was actually Hitman. Because okay. we would play this game, and, like, Mike and I actually would play. We would have our own save files, and we would, like, leave the room so then we weren't seeing how the other one... <laughs> 
beat the the level so then like it didn't get spoiled for us but the fact that we were actually going around and like we would play the game and then talk about how we completed this mission and then we would all like go to each other with different stories so for me it almost felt like I was playing that game so then I can do the cool shit, but then I can have a conversation about it afterwards. So it mm-hmm. felt like more of a community experience than it did just as solo, you know, getting through the missions and, and moving on, you know? So like there's something about it that actually makes me even thinking back to the old games, it makes me feel nostalgic of our friendship and also talking with other people that were playing those games and how, that actually impacted and how it was creating such a different experience across the board. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's all around the same exact thing. So you're saying it's a single player game that has like a cooperative atmosphere that adds value to it. Yep. Exactly. That's a pretty good argument, especially the, the one that came out for the PS three, the last one that came out, which one was that one? Absolution. Absolution. What yeah. I liked about that, because we all, all three of us were playing it, was that you got to see your friend's top scores when you started the level. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, Matt, either me or Rob was always the top score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to deal with that bullshit. Every time I beat the fucking level, your score or Rob's score would come up, and I, I wasn't still, even fucking close. I remember yes. being on the phone with you, and you fired up, and I just hear, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> oh my god, it was so—it was actually obnoxious after a while. Well, you know what? You're not as good as a contract killer as the the brothers over here. It's kind of scary that you guys are that good. <laughs> Well, maybe we should probably end the conversation there. Um, so, so I, I think that it, the the cool thing is that, like, even thinking about these multiplayer games and like games in general, the fact that they are community based in their own ways makes them even like makes that experience so much better and so much more fun because you can you can dissect them in so many different ways and at the same time. You're doing something that you're really enjoying, but you're doing something that you can enjoy with other people, even if it is supposed to be a solo experience. So uh, definitely cool to see all the different types of games and uh, all the different ways you can play. So uh, that was, uh, yeah. Thanks, Jerry Springer. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's my final thought there. And uh, I think that we're, uh, we're good and we're out. Immediately following this podcast, the Masters went to settle the score in Towerfall Ascension. Of course, I won.